It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Kumkasis for Eiffel TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at the KSI and Joe Fournier press conference here, ahead of their clash on May the 13th for the Ova Arena, live on the Zone pay-per-view. I'm joined by promoter, man of mystery, Mr. Callis Allen. How are you, mate? Don't put that too near my mouth, please. <laughs> I did laugh at that last week. I did laugh at that. <laughs> you weren't the one terrified for your life. I don't blame you. You've been in them situations, though, with Del Boy, so you know. Yeah. I don't think I've promoted him quite a few years now. Del can be uh, an interesting character, but I do love him. Absolutely. Um, okay, Colour, let's get straight to it. Um, I thought it was a little bit, not nicey-nice in the press conference, but there was a few words there from, from Joe, more specifically, Fournier. To, I know you were doing your best to kind of stoke no, the no, fire. No, no, you were. No, I knew what you were doing. I was curious why a Joe Fournier, who, let's face it, is a 9-0 record, was top 10 in the WBA, more or less retired as international champion, WBA international champion, which I think is held by Josh Boatsy now. Um, it's all retired. Gone off, done the nightclubs, you know, living the life, ladies, jets, nightclubs all over the world. And I'm like, why why put yourself through this? You know, and I, and I tried to push him on that. That's what I tried to push him on. And I think I know the answer. I do think that it boils down to the fact that he lives that life of a influencer, um, Playboy, social media celebrity, Playboy, etc., etc., and I think there's a bit of jealousy in the fact that these guys are boxing in that space, and he's not part of it, and he's come here to make a statement, and that's what he said, but he wouldn't quite give it to me in those words, you know, and I think that that push at the end was premeditated. I think he came there to say, "Here's the daddy, move over, young lion." Unfortunately, KSI is going to flatten him. Well, look, I think um, when I was kind it's of... It's going to be fun. It's going to be, gonna be fun. But it does, it does pose a, a different and an interesting kind of threat to KSI, who's um, 
this is a step above in terms of yeah. professional experience what KSI has been used to previously. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's not a, he's not facing another crossover boxer. He's someone who's come from the pro environment. He's someone who's held a legitimate belt. It's, he's someone who's held a legitimate ranking. Um, you know, 9 and 0. And I know people pick part one, 9 and 0. Let's look at the opponents. Well, I'll tell you what, look at most world champions and look at their first nine fights and say that if they're much different to Joe Fournier. It's not really. Yeah? Not really. Most people at that stage of their career haven't fought Muhammad Ali, yeah? and nor is Joe Fournier. So, but I do think he's sort of ticked that box. You know, tell the grandkids I was once a pro fighter and, you know, went on to become a billionaire club owner or whatever. And why come back and do it? It can only be like he's looking at them and thinking, I can, I can do that. And I don't know, is it, is it maybe something jealousy? It's like, it's just he wants to take that space. He feels that's his space. That's what I felt up there. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what with Joe Fournier, what, what always I'm interested in is David Hayes' comments, because David Hayes is a, a sensible person that's been around the boxing scene, but David Hayes is also Joe Fournier's friend. But David Hayes, off the record to me over the last few years, has told me that Joe can actually fight. Hits hard, can actually fight. He's sparred numerous people, including Chris Eubank Jr. in the past. Yeah. Um, so when David says it sometimes, I know there's always a version of David that kind of is selling it to the public, but there's also a version of David who I speak to sometimes, and he tells me that basically Joe is no mug. No, I mean, first of all, I, I, to, I totally agree with you. I, I, I also I mentioned out there, I had a private conversation with David a couple of weeks ago with some final issues on, on, uh, on certain arrangements around this fight. Um, the contracts and like, you know, it was. I said to him, I said, David, you know, what's he like in the ring? Because you've obviously you've had this exhibition with him. He said, and I wasn't expecting to get much out of the exhibition fight because it's an exhibition fight. And he just turned around to me and said, he's a vicious bastard. Um, and I said, what do you mean by that? He goes, no, it was like, you know, we, I thought it would be a bit of a, a sparring exhibition contest, which it was actually called. Um, but no, he put the nut on him, you know, so, uh, yeah, let's say he's, you know, in, you know, like we saw today, I think, that, like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't a brawl or something, but it was, he knew exactly, he was going to give him a, give him a nudge up there, and, um, you know, and he's, he's, here, he's here because he feels he's overqualified for this scene, despite having that time out, <coughs> and he thinks it's an easy night's work, and he can... Forget the money, he can go home and say I'm the number one crossover boxing superstar in the world. That's, well, that's the yeah. game plan, isn't it? Well, I don't know what the game plan is, but I, I get what you're David, saying. Who, who was a fantastic pundit now, by the way, as well. Um, I think he talks, he talks a lot of sense around the sport. I, I actually called him a lot on just like general questions and opinions. Um, I thought he was quite reserved today. I mean, he said, you know... That but David Hay, yes, probably, yeah. He was quite reserved. I think it was Joe who was, who was here to bang the drama. Right? He's had a long flight from Miami and he's flying back tonight. Uh, I guess he's, he's here to bang the drum, but I think he really, you know, sometimes they turn up, they don't say much. He, he's here where he wants to make that statement, doesn't he? Well, listen, May 13th is not that far away. We know you have a show prior yeah. to May 13th. We Coming up on the 22nd of April. Uh, we got 21st, well, we got 21st of April. Uh, we're over in New Orleans. 
with uh, the X-Series on the zone. And then uh, hell of a run on the zone. If you look at the, the night after, it's Tank Garcia, and the week later, it's uh, it's Canelo, uh, Canelo Ryder. And then, of course, this baby here. Um, but no, we're planning a lot of shows in, in June. Are you still doing the one in Ibiza? We are still doing the one in Ibiza. It's just... We know in a couple of weeks, like venue-wise, they've got a couple of final ideas on the table, and you know, we're, we're we're looking forward to Ibiza. Well, I'm there anyway. Don't care where it is. I'm sure you will be. Yeah. Never been to Ibiza. Okay. Never been to Ibiza. <laughs> no, weirdly, I've never been to Ibiza. <laughs> so my first time in Ibiza is going to be on a Misfit show. Be the first person from Essex who's not been to Ibiza. It's mad, I know. It's weird. I've never been to Ibiza. It's bizarre. I like, I, I can't, no. You know, you're going to get mobbed. You know, they're going to have to have, like, you're going to get police protection there. Here comes King Coog, Ibiza, you, you know. Yeah. I'm filming, by the way. Flip-flops so, on, yeah. flip-flops on. Okay, Kala. Uh, I think you'd be right laugh to hang out with an Ibiza. Go on, I'm up for Ibiza. In my 40s, I've, I've, I'm, yeah, I'm all over it. I've Ibiza since my 20s, man. I've smashed everything there. Good island. We don't doubt that. We don't doubt that. Okay. Nor do I. Okay, Kala. First of all, your immediate reaction to, well, it's not really immediate reaction because it happened 24 hours ago, but to the news that surfaced yesterday regarding Amir Khan. And we're learning little bits as the days are going on, even though it's only been two. It is. Just, but this looks like it's paining you to, for me even to ask this. Yeah, I just like, feel like I'm coming on with a flu or something, like when your bones get creaky. It's just you can't make the shit up. You can't, can you? And I'm not going to talk about Amir. Uh, you know, he, he should make his defence. and uh, None of my business. I like him very much as a, as a person. But, uh, you know, it, that, that's another matter. I'm not going to talk about that because that's really not my business. And he, he should have his defence. He should have his hearing. And they should make their case and whatever. I'm just bamboozled. And that is a weird word to use. But I'm fed up with... Like information being, I guess you could say, hidden, not passed on. You know, um, our tests, which, by the way, our tests were were in question. This, this out of competition one that we we've still never received to this day any information on it. That was a week after the press conference. It was five weeks. Never the board never informed us of it. Um, Eubank was sparring, etc. In that time, but the interesting part is, is that this was this is now, it's it's 14 months. Like, and the board does some great things in boxing, especially as, as you know, I've seen other boards around the world. They do some really, really good things in boxing. I just can't work out though why communication is so difficult. Like, what's and I've, I think they just need to come out and say, well, explain. Hold a press conference. Like we have to hold press conferences, and I get asked it the whole time. You know, hold a press conference and, and, and make explanations on, on why these results don't come out. I mean, uh, I saw the, the, the promoter of the show yesterday saying he hadn't heard the results. Well, how's that possible? If it, if it was a, if it was a British Board of Boxing Control licensed show, it's a UCAD test. I'm, I'm going on only on, on hearsay because it's the only thing I have. I'm not involved in it in any way, shape, or form. But it's not possible that you're not informed because it's 
it's, 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 when you say who was by, informed, by way, way, who are you referring to? I'm talking about the promoter, sure, yeah, Ben Shalom. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, by the way, at the same time, I'm not saying I don't believe Ben Shalom. I'm just finding if that's the case, that is incredible. Because you've put on a show, paid fighters, sold tickets with a guy who shouldn't have been in the ring. If you go, if you go just by the case. And why has this taken 14 months to rear its head? Was it, was it missed for April 1st and landed on April 4th? I don't know. But, but I'm joking. I shouldn't be joking about it because it's not, it's, not, it's not fucking funny. So what, but what is... Trying to say, like, yeah, but from the board's perspective, is there... And this is just, again... It's a UK test. I know, so but is there the a confidentiality situation regarding the release of that information apart from anyone... Well, look, apart from anyone to Amir Khan months? and the ball. Oh, no, no, listen. No, I know, but I'm asking. I'm asking. 14 months? I'm asking. Like, I mean, I don't even know, like, what about betting? I mean, does that somehow, like, people will say, well, I bet on that fight and I lost and now it should have been different. I'm just trying to come up with scenarios here. But, but like, there's a lot of stuff around it. I mean, the first thing that sprang to my mind was, I went into a negotiation with, uh, with Ben Shalom, a boxer at the time, and, and Sky, we met with Sky together, um, to do uh, Eubank Jr. versus Kel Brook. Much reported negotiation. Um, and one thing that came up from the other side was, well, hold on, guys, we've got to wait because we're not sure whether Amir is taking the option or not. And I was like, yeah, you're going to take the option. Come seriously. They said, no, no. He said that he's seriously considering it. Now, how does that pan out in this time scale? Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of things that were... So, I mean, it's like, who had the information? Why, didn't, why wasn't it passed on? Like, you know, I mean, just, you just can't make this shit up. So, from what we know, Robert Smith has come out and said that, I believe, I think on comments and talk sport, to say that he did know um, about the test uh, at the same time as Amir Khan. So, I think he's made them comments on talk sport today. Um, okay. Ben Shalom obviously said yesterday in multiple interviews that he found out the same time as us, as in the public, yeah, found out. I saw, I saw the statements, but... Like I said, I, I'm not going to put. I, I'm not going to put blame on. If Ben's saying that, that's what he's saying. I just, if that's the case, and I've got no reason to, to doubt what Ben's saying, it's just why, why haven't the board informed Ben? Like he promoted the show. He promoted the show. You know. Like, uh, oh, well, because the show, we, we, because the fight was so decisive, we don't need to talk about that, you know. Imagine it would have been the way round or, you know, God forbid, you know. Would he have, would he have been informed then, you know? Yeah, well, but, 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 but what's, what we're saying is, nah, well, it was so clear the fight, it didn't really matter, did it? But, but <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm just saying the way that people will look at it. 
I know he lost anyway. So. Because he's lost also. You make he reference if he lost. And also he's, he lost. he's retired as well. He's, oh, he's retired as well. He's lost, he's retired. Who cares? Took a bit of gear. Who cares? Like, well, lost, retired, don't matter. I'm just saying, if it was the other way around, and again, Amir Khan deserves a, like any anyone charged of any crime or, or punishment in life should be given a fair hearing. So this is not against Amir I'm talking about the process of now it's come out, it's positive. How can it be, oh, well, he lost and he's retired. Then we've got all sorts of different issues here, you know? Then, you know, well, just take gear and just say you've lost and retired afterwards, don't matter. You tried to cheat, but it didn't quite work and, you know, you lost. So it don't matter if you try to cheat then, does it? No, seriously, come on, let's get a grip with ourselves in this sport, you know? And it just, it, it, for me, it's like man up and come out and say why. And there might be something missing that's totally plausible. I'd find it very difficult to believe after 14 months how something can be plausible. But why have, you know, I've heard about cease and desist being sent to the board and things like this about artists, yeah? I still don't know anything about that. Still haven't been like, at a tap on a shot. Oh, should we have a word about this? No, they're talking about you know a fight that could have been saved. Not not the fight for Mr. Ben, but for Eubank. He could have boxed October the eighth. Could have got in. Oh, Felix Cash was on the card. It was good fights to make on. We had we, we only we had the press conference ten days earlier. You know, <laughs> but but it's it's it's. And they, they're under pressure. The board, and I have, to have, I have to have certain sympathies around that. But at the same time, I can't have sympathies when people aren't talking and they're not communicating. It's like they've not made contact with with uh, with Eubank Junior about it. They've not made contact with my brother, who's the licensed promoter, about it. So, you know, what you want me to say? Just. The very last thing, I do know we're a little bit pushed for time here. What specifically about this situation that's occurred yesterday angers you in relation to... Communication. Ben Newbank. C communication. It's like, I get it. And by the way, some of those things in fight week that I said as well were wrong. They were wrong. You know, we, were, we, but we were on the, the other side of the table, like... We, we didn't know about a first test. We didn't know about the first test until it was... Uh, I, I, actually, I can only say I've known about the first test because I've heard about it on Talk Sport or IFL or wherever it is, but I've never seen a, a copy of it. So, uh, had we have looked at it differently? Well, I'll t I tell you something. I'll tell you the first, the first thing I'll tell you is we wouldn't have got to the second test because if I would have known that the first test was positive... What, what, what would I have done? Scrap the fight? Well, I would have scrapped the fight on the basis of that we've got a guy who's tested positive. I'll put everything on hold and, and, and had a sit down with the people who've done the test. Said, Look, is it possible that this, this B sample should be open? Whatever it is. But we would have had the chance to react. We had a fight week to react. Yeah? So... <laughs> So it's communication. That's that's you know, and it's it's about 
like, the decision was never taken in fight week, and this angers me still, is to scrap the fight. To say, Ben, you are suspended on the basis of a test. That never happened. No, it was, this is not in the interest of boxing. Right, we all know that's cover your ass, fucking grey stuff, isn't it? You know, it's not black or white. You can't really argue with it. You know, it is what it is. But again, had they come out and said, no, he's suspended, it's off, right? That's a, that's a statement that as a promoter, then you can't, it, it, it's very clean cut, but it's not, oh, it's not in the interests of boxing. That, is that, does that sound, doesn't that sound dodgy? Like, like if you tell someone who knows nothing about boxing, no, no, no he's not suspended for, for, for testing positive. He's like, you you're nervous about this mic. And since then, you've got like a phobia with a mic. And he said, don't worry. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm comfortable. Um, but do you understand what I mean? It's like, why didn't that go down? And this is, that's the part. Just, uh, okay, well, listen. I'm sure, I'm sure people, people make mistakes. I'm not trying to hang people by the crucifix now. It's just, like, talk, man. Let's sort this sport out. Let's sort the communication out. You know? Okay, listen, I appreciate your time. Just require one word answer for this. Are we close to Eubank Ben happening? Well, it's not a one word answer. Um, are Eubank Ben happening? No. Um, are Eubank Smith happening? Oh, we are in continued dialogue. Um, we've got problems, to, but not problems, but we've got, we got questions to, to, to solve, as in any contract negotiation. Um, but on the Ben stuff, like I said last week, you haven't really changed. We, we, we had a flirt, yeah? Interesting. It's not on the table at the moment, Ben Eubank. We, we, we've had a flirt, but I can't say it's more than that. And I think if you asked Eddie or Frank on the other side, they'd say, they'd say the same to you. It's a, it's a, it was a nice flirt, but at the same time, what's in hand is, is, is Eubank Smith. And that's something that, you know, there are points to iron out on it, it's, you know, and... But it's something that you know we've we've got done in the past, and we're sure we can get it done again. Okay, Kala, thank you very much for your time. I'm going to let you crack on with the rest of your day, and no doubt we will see you very very soon in whatever capacity. I don't know, but yes, Kala Salen, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.